welcome back. The last time we were here, um, we had explored the Zerndal mine, learned a little bit about the resources that are mined here, fought some spiders, and if I remember correctly, Emma, you and your stony friend had just laid the finishing touches on the last spider. Yep. Sounds all right. Beautiful. Well, as the silence descends in the cavern, is there anything specifically that you would like to be doing in this moment? Does it sound like there's more coming? Uh, make a perception check. Did I miss my key? Uh, I might have missed my key when I said that. Uh, make a perception check, if you would, please. Okay. This is the joy of push to talk. Um, with a 10, you don't hear the sound of anyone coming. Uh, there's a faint sound of dripping water somewhere in the background. Um, but you notice that Count Lamont is not with you. Hmm. Patrick, my dear friend, Count Lamont, um, I'm going to steal you away for a quick second, okay? Okay. Um, and you guys are welcome to stay uh, and listen in, but this will be a kind of a one-on-one deal uh, with Count Lamont. Um, you watch as uh, the unknown statue descends upon this spider with all the fury of a thousand generations of rebirth and wipes it off the planet. And in that moment, you take a step back and feel yourself almost slide on a a small piece of parchment across the floor. And as you turn around, you notice that there is an open doorway with uh, papers blowing through it um, and a faint chill coming through within. Um, What would you like to do in this moment? Um, Well, in this moment, it it looks familiar like the library I stumbled across before, right? Yes, it does. And there is a faint reddish glow coming from the doorway that is partially open. It is very familiar. Uh, I, I feel a bit of unease looking at it, but at the same time, there's still kind of a steady draw to go towards it. Um, I, I'll look around and see if anybody else seems to notice this doorway. Um, as you look around... Everyone else seems almost frozen watching the the final touch be landed upon this spider. No one seems to have noticed it yet. In that case, I'll look back and slowly step through the door. Okay. Um, As you push aside the doorway, revealing what lies beyond, you see uh, a beam of reddish moonlight descending upon... Uh, a small dais with a closed book and next to that book is a very familiar bell that you've seen before um this was all here the last time the book 
is is thick and covered in an almost leathery texture on the top um, that looks like handmade and sewn in a couple of places. Um, would you like to approach that? Yeah, I'll go ahead and draw the hood a little bit ever so closer and kind of clench the robes ever tightly closer just to kind of cover up some of the chill as I step forward. I'll just kind of reach out and touch the book. Okay. Um, as you do that, you get the, the familiar warming sensations. You, you've experienced this once before. Um, the book seems to give off its own source of heat, uh, which rises and permeates your fingers as your, your fingers graze the cover of the book. Um, and as you've drawn closer, you can see uh, faded shelves all around you, leading off into vast hallways that go as far as you can even see. It is very dark, but everything is lit with a small reddish glow that is reflecting off of crystals that are placed at even intervals along the shelves. The book seems to be waiting for you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and open it and see what appears in the pages. Okay, uh, make a perception check, if you would. And let's follow that 10 perception check with a wisdom saving throw. Okay, 13, cool. Um, that is good to know. Um, you flip open the cover with a heavy smack uh, and see the dust that comes up from it. Um, the first pages that greet your eyes are several spells that you've seen before. You've seen this particular section of the book once before in a, in a brief glimpse, almost in a dream. Um, this feels almost as if it's the first time that you're seeing it here in reality, even though you have that familiar sense of deja vu that you've been here before. Um, small incantations that you've, you've seen, you've, you've uttered these and seen the magic that they do. And you see farther down some that look even more grandiose and more strange in their effects. Uh, and even farther still, as you turn from page to page, all sorts of things greet your eyes, from ancient runes to stories to tales of monsters that you've only even imagined in your darkest nightmares. I am filled with still my curiosity, knowing that this is ever more than the college that I joined up with could ever offer in terms of knowledge, and I begin reading through trying to clean, soak up as much information as I can. It's dark fiction. It is... It's not, well, it's not fiction that you know of. I mean, this is the first time that you've seen some of this stuff, so it seems unrealistic in its proportion. But as you're reading, you notice from your, your far vision uh, a flash of light, an almost yellowish-red light, uh, coming from one of the shelves far beyond your vision. Um, and as you watch, it flashes again and seems to step a little bit closer. You can't see what's emitting the light. It's almost like it's coming from a, one of the four columns. If there is a rose denoting this library, it's on a different column than you are, and it's coming towards your direction, uh, row by row. Uh, as you read, you see stories of ancient monsters and gods and battles of the heavens and the creation of the planes themselves. Things that seem almost impossible to know, but here are documented. And it's not 
that this book has every piece of information, this is an index telling you exactly where that information can be found. So every every tale, every story, every planar movement in this ginormous volume has more to it that you can find if you have the courage to look. I want to see if I can lift the book. Make a strength check. Okay, an 18 is pretty good. Um, you slide your hands under the edge of the book um, and struggle to lift it. It is a very, very thick volume. Um, it gives for a moment, and then you watch as that vision that you'd seen in, your, in the distance, uh, over 100 feet away, stops immediately. And there's a moment that you hear and almost feel deep within you a scratching sound as if there's nails upon old stone, um, you are able to pull the book up just an inch or so. It is too heavy for you to carry with you, but you do have it in your hand. And as you watch, you can see what looks like a very, very long, several feet long claw protrude from one of the shelves, grasping around it almost like a hand. No, just lightly call out. Um, hello? Who's there? You keep watching as one claw turns into several, turns into six, and then turns into an arm, and you watch as a distended head um, turns slowly out from the shelf. Um, what you're seeing now is an extended jaw that extends down a good foot below the top of the skull. And where once eyes would be, you now see just torches just burning this brilliant reddish yellow light that you've seen before. And as you watch those eyes pinpoint areas on the floor, quickly moving up to find your position as a drool starts to come from this creature's mouth. It is very, very long and lanky and covered in a sickly grayish white flesh. Don't suppose you're here to read too, are you? In response, you get nothing but a soft guttural hiss as these lights fall upon you. And you feel for a moment both very, very large and important and very, very small. This creature stands about 20 feet up from the, the floor that you can see and is several hundred feet from you. But it has seen you, and there is an almost unprecedented fear with what this creature might be. There is an almost dread to its sight. So, is this yours? I point down to the book. There's a moment that the creature regards you kind of cocking its head to the sides as if it understands and you watch as the long tongue comes out and licks at the the lipless lid uh mouth slapping against dry teeth and then it lunges forward without a word scampering towards you with a long extended body 
scratching at the ground and clawing at you as fast as it can, clearing foot after foot towards your direction. It comes closer and closer, um, and as it gets closer, it rises up on its back legs with its long arms dangling and dragging against the ground, casting sparks as it, as it runs towards you. Um, it never answers your question, but gives nothing but an unearthly screeching sound, as if it's found its next meal. Uh, well, it was pleasure meeting you, but I think I must be going now, and I'm going to point back towards the doorway. Okay. Um, let's make a dexterity check. Uh, you can do either acrobatics or athletics, whichever you'd prefer. Okay. Also, welcome, Luke. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, with a 14, you scramble for just a moment, and everything seems to move in slow motion as you feel an almost heated breath behind you running forward. Um, you reach the doorway and slam the door behind as the head fills almost the entire doorway, its hot breath quick against you. Um, as you turn around, the doorway clicking and locking in position, um, You, s you see your companions looking around for a moment. Um, they're a little bit away from you at this point. I'm going to move your token down. Um, or I'll just move the whole map. Give me just... They're about 80 feet from you now. But you can see them because of the... the uh, unearthly vision you've been granted. Oh, God. That would have been terrible. Now, at least I have knowledge and a look down at my hands to see if the book went with me. There is no book. What you see instead is an almost darkened residue on your fingertips. Um, extending past the second knuckle and coating your hands. Uh, as you watch, it starts to fade slightly, um, but there has been left a very real mark on you from this library. My search for knowledge. Fruitless as always. But I cannot shake the desire to return. I'm so sorry. What's the last thing you said, Patrick? Uh, he just can't shake the desire to return even if it would mean kind of gruesome things if he's not careful. Okay. Um, Emma, as you look around, uh, We'll wait just a moment. I think our internet's going out or something. Yeah, I didn't hear any of that. Are you doing all right, Emma? Yeah, it, um, the connection keeps 
failing on my end for some reason. It's like the seventh time it's happened now. Okay. Um, as you look around to uh, to see if you can spot Count Lamont, you do see him standing about 60 feet away uh, in a corner. Uh, comes out almost looking at his hands. Um, there's an almost shocked face, uh, but he seems all right. What was that last part? Uh, I said, but he seems all right. Oh. Does he, does he seem to feel any particular... Does he seem to feel any what? Any particular kind of way? Does he look scared, frightened? Um, Patrick, what is your emotional state right now? Um, Are you okay? I'm a little bit perplexed. I'm just kind of staring dumbfoundly at my hands. But I just have like this strange longing gaze on my face, as if I'm just like pondering in thought. Count, what have you found so important about your Um, nothing, nothing. I'm gonna wipe off whatever soot is left on my hand. I must have taken a wrong turn after the spider hit me. Silly me. And I'll, I'll throw my hands up and like, oh, what a dummy I am. I did not peg you as a dumb kind. Oh, well, you'd be surprised. And my hood starts to slip a little bit and I grab it and pull it over my head just a little bit more and waddle back up to the rest of you guys. I will say, uh, as you wobble back up, um, your hands have not changed color to you. Um, they still have the blackish tips on the fingers, but it is receding slowly. Um, I'm going to shove my hands in my pockets then. The little that the rest of you see as hands, they appear fine. Hmm. Yep, nothing at all happened. It's just silly me wandering around, just making sure things are clear. That? Uh, let's do a deception check for Patrick and an, uh, I'm blanking here, uh, insight check. check. Yeah. What was that? Uh, can I get an insight check from you and a deception from Patrick? Alright. Oh. Um, Ooh. yeah, with a 21, uh, and a, versus a 17, he seems a little confused, a little aloof. But, uh, he seems to be telling the truth. Hmm. I do not lie, lie ever. ever. I did not I, say I, you I, did. I did. Where am I at in relation to Calamont? Am I in the same place? Yeah, so you're, as Calamont has approached, you're pretty much right next to him. Like, oh, Mark, you're right here. As he approaches, he stands right about here. Wait, hold on. I, am I supposed to see a map? I don't. <laughs> uh, you you have to scroll all the way to the right, basically. Yeah, it's. What are you seeing on roll twenty right now? A black screen. It's uh, it's probably just because you're to the left. If you scroll to the right, you should eventually find it. Uh, so okay, zoom, zoom yeah. out a little bit and then scroll to the right. Okay, I see it now. Okay. Um, Okay, so I am just gonna like creepily be like in the corner, just kind of like watching him interact with everyone. And um, am, am I able to do an insight check, even though he wasn't talking directly to me? 
Yeah, let's go for it. Seems legit. I'm still, I'm still looking around, looking around at the spot, at the spot where that door appeared occasionally. Uh, as you look back there, it seems to be a hallway. Doesn't seem to be anything out of place there. Count Lamont, did you see anything else down there while you were looking around after the spider? I saw dirt and rocks and some hallways, some bones, I saw some webs. Standard cave stuff. But you didn't see any spiders, because it seems like there's a lot down here, so... Ah, yes. You know, now that I think about it, I should have looked for spiders while I was scouting ahead. One second, I will scout ahead and look for spiders. And I'm going to go down the hallway and look for spiders. Let's get a perception check. I'm going to look back at the group and say, my very acute senses and vision, which have been finely honed over the years, detect absolutely nothing. We are in the clear. To clarify, with a literal zero, no. Yeah, it looks fine. Looks like dirt. Everything is a-okay. We are in no more danger whatsoever. At that moment, the ground starts to rumble a little bit, and you feel the the cavern itself is starting to shake and tremble as an earthquake hits your area. Uh, let's get dexterity saving throws from everybody. Oof. This is absolutely normal. What was that? Just out of curiosity. How far down does he go, or how far down? No, how many people are down? Like, I know we had people down the spiders. Or are we past that? I think we're past, I think everybody's been restored. Okay. You guys have such good saving throws. Um, let's do some mysterious rolling here. Okay. Um, as you guys uh, collect yourselves from the, the rumbling, the cavern itself that you're in cracks and rocks start to fall down upon your party. Um, Count Lamont, you are hit with a rock from behind, which throws you forward and you take three bludgeoning damage. Ooh, my back! Um, Alpheus, you take six as part of the wall caves in, uh, cutting off the access to where you are. Um, the path behind you and to your left is completely cut off. Um, and who else is over? Whoever named the rock Dwayne is my hero. Um, What's my doing? I am so appreciative. Um, Aeon, you take six bludgeon damage as well, and let's see how much... Um, Keenan isn't here. 
But let's find out how much he takes, because he would love some bludgeoning damage. And he rolls better than almost all of you. Um, Han, you and our unknown statue friend, and uh, Kratos, the ar ranger archer, are all fine. Um, as the dust settles, however, the path behind you has been cut off right here. Wait, where did, uh, oh wait, okay, so Count Lamont's just farther down the hall, right? Yes. He went down the hall right about here. Well, good and news, that wasn't, that wasn't spiders. spiders. It wasn't spiders, actually. Um, the dust has settled more. You hear a small um, hissing scream uh, from behind somewhere. You're not sure where it's coming from, um, but it sounds like something else was caught in that that was not friendly. Um, another spider somewhere in the cavern has died. Did anyone hear that? Sounds like we're not alone. I don't know I don't what you're, know what hearing, you're hearing, hearing, but I heard nothing of the sorts. My hearing is very good, and I heard nothing, except for Rock's fall. Did you hear that, Han? Um, Han is going to kind of, like, shuffle his feet and, like, crawl on all fours against the wall like he's scared. He's trying to hide from something. It's okay. You don't have to hide. You know, earthquakes don't strike the same spot twice. It's like lightning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what Probably that that's correct. Uh, well, it's okay to be wrong. Patrick, roll a d20. Okay. You know what? Right as you say that, you feel the earth start to tremble again. And another earthquake hits. Um, it deals no damage, just shakes everybody up a little bit. Uh, mostly Count Lamont, who has been foiled. So well, we're not trusting you again when it comes to earthquakes. Well, I, I will just say that my scholars probably just maybe made an oopsie when reciting that lesson. Anyway, onwards, let's not dally on you know, spilled milk, and I'll just motion to come forward. At least the cavern is clear and there's nothing ahead. Uh, before we leave this area, I want to see if there's any sort of shiny thing or that's lying around. Um, as far as shiny implements, uh, there's not much. Up in the corner, uh, to the northeast, there are a couple of very thick white sacks um, that like to be made of some kind of thread. Um, 
other than that, it's scattered bones and dust. Hmm. Did you say exit before? Um, I did not, but it's uh, okay. it's not quite an egg sack. It's more like a a, a prior feast. Sorry, you're just cutting out a lot on my end. Sorry, it's uh, it's from a prior meal, so it would have been uh, something that was captured and wound up. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So with our entrance blocked off, we need to find another way out. Well, as far as I know, if we go forward, eventually, we should find a way. Where there's a wheel, there's a way. I've heard that one before. Very wise sayings by people from the past. past. Um, well, hopefully not the same people who said stuff about earthquakes. No, no, this was someone different. I say one quote per person, usually. What is the size of, um, sorry, what's his name, Dwayne? <laughs> um, it's about a fist-sized rock. Okay. Um, is it in Alpheus's hand? Yes, because I I take him with me. Okay. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to kind of creep up to Alpheus's hand and like open your finger so that I can see the rock. Um, and I want to lick the side of it and then I'm going to flip it over and lick the other side. And then I'm going to run up behind Count Lamont and follow him. Well, that's <laughs> interesting. Um, it's a little salty. 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 <laughs> In a good way. Okay. Oh, do you have a chunk of halite there? A chunk of what? <laughs> halite. It's like uh, it's rock salt. <laughs> um, he is. And I'll start. I'll flip open like a compendium of rocks and start. Listing out rocks that have salt in them. <laughs> uh, he's just going to sit and listen to you, looking very intrigued. Okay, so while that's happening, um, I am exhausted by what's in my hand, and I wipe it off my cloak, and I am kind of walking by Count Lamont to see if there's a entrance or hallway that we can go through. Um, as you walk forward to where Count Lamont is, uh, the cavern extends back in this back area. Uh, there's a couple of steps downwards. Um, there is a small branch off to your right, towards the west, uh, but it seems like it continues forward for quite a while. Now, to the west, or what is this ahead? Which way looks promising? If you were to 
be a chooser and not a beggar, which way would you go? I'll just ask in general of everybody. Um, Han is going to kind of uh, scurry towards the right side and wait to see if anyone's following him. Can I move? I'm at zero hit points after I got beat with the rock. <clears throat> you know? Yes, you can move. You, I'll give you one hit point that you have recovered. Um, you can move, but it hurts. Man, you look, you look like, like... Uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? Shit, that's the word I'm looking for. I appreciate your observation. That's if what I'm here for. would be so kind as to have some aid, that would be great. May I cast kill wounds on him? Um, woke up him and um. How how many more cure, kind of cure wounds do you put, have? As just as a curiosity, so the. Just in case we're running low on that. Let me see. How does right. one find that out? I don't think you can cast it again. Um, if you go to the um, third page on your character sheet, the spell list, um, you have two first level spell slots. Um, are you are you on your character sheet now? Yes. Um, as you cast it, it automatically reduces your spell slots. So you can cast any of your cantrips as many times as you'd like, but the spell slots, you are restricted to the number of actual slots you have. Yeah, makes sense. We're good. Uh, I've got one more spell slot for some healing, if... It has been taken care of already. Got the server cut out on me again. I have some casting ability left of me, but uh, they don't really do much in terms of healing. How much would I get back from the spell that she just did? Um, I'll have you roll for it, Emma. Mm -hmm. uh, for your spell, does it need a roll? Oh, talking to me? I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I've, got a, a, I've got a healing word now, so I'll roll that real quick. I think that did it. Uh, okay, so six hit points. Damn, tap for spells. So much better. So you just speak and then boom, bing, boom. It's better. Yeah? Hmm? I just turn to you and say, so you just speak and the, the wounds just go bing, boom, back to good. I'm sorry, I didn't catch what you said. So you just speak and the you, you know, the wounds, they get all uh, better. 
Mm-hmm. Man, all I can do is shoot darkness. And why is that? Well, you know, I read it in a book, and I'm like, what does this do? And I point my hand, and darkness shoots out, and I just don't question it. Why? How do you not question where you get it from? Uh, because I just learned, so who cares where it comes from as long as I know it. Could I learn it? Could any of us? Uh, potentially, if you maybe read the book. I don't quite know how to get there all the time. I think maybe I could possibly get us to the place, but uh, it's kind of you, how you say, what's the word? Intermittent. What does intermittent mean? Uh, well, it means not very reliable. Hmm. Unreliable sources of magic doesn't seem like a smart idea. Well, I mean, I can just do this all day long and I'll hold my palm out and keep shooting like Eldritch Blast into the cave. Completely oblivious as to what may draw the attention. <laughs> oh my god. Do you think you should be doing that? Oh, sorry. Should I don't know how to quiet it. It's quite loud. I should. I'm going to let out, like, the most ungodly scream out of fear and um, run past Alpheus, but then I'm going to remember how he wiped my lick off of his rock, and Han is really upset about that, and so instead he um, goes... I think you stopped transmitting after you said it goes. Oh. Uh <laughs> Wait, what what what's the last part you heard? Uh, and then he goes and then you you never go to anywhere. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um to the unknown and is like he's just hiding. Can I try to catch him? Before he's off. Do you yeah, let her catch you? Or him catch you? Wait, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Catch me from what? Um, well, you're running off, so and I don't really want you to off because, you know, caves are scary and spiders are also very scary. So, I don't know. I want to catch you before you run off into the because we can't see you no more. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. He will... He'll let her catch him, um, but he's, like, super not happy about it. So, Han, you are caught by this big... How tall is your your statue? How tall? He's a... I am so sorry, but it cut off after he's about... 5'2". Okay, so you are caught up in the strong arms of a 5'2 stone man with a staff. Um, with the face of a child. It's equal parts relieving, 
and possibly a little scary, but comforting in its own way. Almost being caught up by a statue. I'll, I'll kind of put Hans, grab him by the arms, look him in the eye, best as I can, with no pupils, uh, and go, It is just magic from book learning. You are going to be okay. Um, <laughs> Han is super freaked out. He's going to... Um, not not hard enough to like do anything, but he's going to slap your right cheek, and then he can't help but also slap the left cheek. I love these characters. <laughs> uh, I suppose that was the appropriate response from you, and I'll just try to tuck him under my arm and keep walking. <laughs> like a little football hold. Yeah. As you all descend forward into the darkness, um, the cavern does come to an end about 50 feet beyond. Um, it curves a little bit more off mm-hmm. to your right. Um, there's a little bit of an outjetting also to the left, um, but the cavern does end at this point, this juncture, as you can see. I'll try listing down each point of the it, it, it juncture, so it goes out several paths. Yeah, so this place right here it splits off to the left and right, and then the uh, okay. the area behind you had a path that went off to, um, in reference to the map, to the east or to the left. Okay. That's backwards. I'll, but... I'll try to listen down either ends to see if anything bounces back at me. Let's do a perception much. check. To the right or to the left? What a conundrum. Um, with the 21, you look first to the left and to the right, and you will listen to what you can hear. Um, and you don't hear so much as see a small glimmer uh, off to your right. Um, and find several gold pieces, actually, in a small pile um, where it looks like some rocks have fallen. Um, and as you bend down to, to pick them up, you see underneath the rocks almost a small carved head of a bird. That last bit again? Uh, you see almost a, a small carved head of a bird. It looks like it's been damaged as it was dropped and fell. Hmm. Oh, that is research. I pick, I go to grab it. Yeah, it's uh, it's about a foot across. It's a decent size, um, and part of the beak has, like, the, the beak on the right side, all the way back the, towards the jaw, has been scraped off and destroyed as it fell. Uh, but the left side is mostly intact, and it looks uh, just like the head of a bird. What kind of bird? Um, I'm going to say more like a falcon style. Um, so the beak is a little bit curved at the tip. Um, it is a bit longer than you would expect from a falcon. Um, but it's the standard, uh, bird figure that you would see in most imperial, uh, decor. 
So uh, to give some clarification, the symbol of the the Zhanyu Empire is a large eagle with its ar- its wings outstretched. Hmm. I'm going to uh, just point at the skull and just act as if like this is the most profound knowledge in the world. This belongs to a bird. That is a creature capable of flight that goes in the air and sometimes perches to the ground. Careful. You might upset someone, you know, blowing out all these ancient truths. Well, I'm here to provide knowledge at any opportunity. Oh, joy. And aren't you a massive dragonborn? Yes. I love it. Sorry, Taylor, what was that? I think that was Emma. Was it? Perhaps a ghost? Listen, in this house, I provide the spooks. Well, what are we thinking? Should we go to the east or to the west? So when I when I listened down each each hallway, if you could me again, which one sounded most clear? Um, no, which side was collapsed? I had all the rocks. Uh, the ro- okay. Looking at the map, the one to the mm. east or to the left is the one that's collapsed, which is it's opposite from the way you're looking right now. Um, the larger one on the left side over here is where you found the head. Um, this mm-hmm. side over here seems to end pretty close. There is a bit of an echo back here indicating that it ends pretty quickly. Uh, I don't know how far you guys can see into that, though. I have pretty good sight. I will walk down. Very fun. And I'll put my hands to my mouth and make a little circle. And I'm going to try something that I haven't tried yet. I can do this once per day where I manifest a minor wonder or supernatural power. Or my voice is going to just make a little resonating like reverb. Like kind of like a reverb effect on a mic angle. Is there passage way down here? And is it safe anybody that may be down here? And this is from your, your patron, right? No, this is just a race feature. I love it. Um, you ask your question of the cavern. And the cavern answers back, um, is there any passage down here? And it's literally just your echo coming back at you. Um, there is no passage down that way. Um, it seems to end in a rocky dead end. Um, and there's a little bit of air blowing through, but whatever was down this passageway looks like it's been destroyed as well. The echoes say no. It's just my voice coming back from the bounce. I love your character. 
saw. To rocks. Well, no. You see, when sound leaves your mouth, it bounces, and so if it bounces and comes back at a really quick pace, it means there's not much further to go that way. Understood. I believe we should backtrack and try to find another way. I believe there was another hole that we could have gone down back. Away back. Well, then I think that's the only way left to go. Uh, you guys go back to where you had initially seen the other passageway and start walking down. Um, and the passageway, it's about five feet across, constricting in a couple places to only a few feet wide. So you have to turn and kind of squeeze through, um, but you grant a pretty easy access through. Uh, back towards the original entrance that you'd come in. This is a side passage, but it does lead back to where, as far as you can tell, you had entered. This does not bother me. My robes may be big, but I'm not. And I'll keep hobbling forward. I keep trying to make sure that my robes don't come up and expose my feet as I occasionally just keep shifting the bottoms of my robes. As you continue to walk, you come across a four-way juncture uh, from where you are with passageways going to both the north, west, and east. Oh, a fork in the road. I think we should go left. Does anybody have a multiple-sided dice to roll? Choose which way. I look for a rock you could potentially roll. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of them. There's a... Let's find one with six faceted sides and carve numbers on them. One through two will be this one. Two or three through four shall be this one. And four through six, five through six will be this one. I am I am proficient in um, masoner's tools, which I believe is for stone. So could I theoretically some numbers into this thing? I also have ink if we need. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, you you look around and find a uh, reasonably six-sided rock, uh, and you pull out your tools and make it a little bit even more six-sided. Um, hold, hold on, and, uh, uh, person, I still don't know your name, but... I do not have I, one. Well, I've not been going, given one. We're going to have to change that pretty soon. Do you mind if I paint your little rock, too, so it has a little bit more flair to it? Uh, I suppose. Okay, 
what color do you want it? I've got an assortment of different paints here, and I'll go through my catalog. I've got uh, cyan, I've got magenta, I've got rose, I've got orc, I've got uh, cobalt red. I have not had the time to pick a favorite color, but I suppose if you have one, that is what it'll be. Han is going to, like, stick his head further out between the armhole of <laughs> uh, <laughs> the statue. And he's just going to, like, his eyes are going to get huge. And he's going to very um, intensely point at Cyan. Cyan it is. Okay, and I'm going to paint our little rock. And now we have a little Cyan D6. If someone wants to add that to their inventory, you do in fact now have a Cyan D6. <laughs> so now you can play Dungeons and Dragons in your Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> if we have time, I can teach you a very fun game where we all sit around the table and play characters. That sounds quite Why fun. Why would you do that? It's quite fun. You it might not think it. You can get in like... Uh, you get in like a character, you pick a voice, sometimes you get in fights, you grow and in experience, sometimes you fight uh mythical creatures such as uh well, I'm trying to think of what would be a mythical creature, but there's so many creatures in this world. You can fight the mythical thing called the Loch Ness monster or the Sasquatch, or you could fight the Mothman. I feel like we have plenty of things to be fine now. Uh, not to be worried about fantasy things. Well, you know, it's just a hobby of mine. No need to berate it and belittle it. But anyway, let's roll our dice. If someone wants to roll a d6. I'll roll a dice. Is it a six-sided dice? Yeah, yeah it's a six-sided dice. Alright. <clears throat> the dice god has spoken. You rolled a three. So that's straight ahead? That is straight ahead. Who would like to lead here? I'll lead. Okay. Um, um, make a perception check if you would. Can I also prep up? I'll I'll turn to everybody first. Will you guys be weirded out if I do something in preparation for more, you know, creepy crawlies coming this way? I swear it looks evil, but it's not. I suppose it'd be all right. Okay. And I'm going to flip open my little pocketbook and say a word in there, and it's just going to come out with like this horrible language. And then all of a sudden, inky black, my fingers turn into like these inky black spiked tendrils. Okay. And they're like, maybe like four feet long. Maybe three feet. That four feet's too much. Maybe three feet long. Okay. And I wiggle them around. I think we're good. What do those do? 
Um, well, they're supposed to stab things. I tried it once before and it broke my wrist, but I feel like I've got the hang of it now. Oh, I do remember that. Are you sure you're okay with using those? I mean, the only way to perfect oneself is to hurt oneself in the name of progress. At least I think somebody said that once. Okay, well, I think ready. Aeon, lead the way. Okay. I, I believe you're... it was my professor who said that right before he was horribly killed in a lab accident, but, you know. Your wisdom has got to be off the charts. What is your wisdom score, Patrick? My wisdom score? I'm just curious, yeah. Uh, my wisdom is eight. Oh my god. I love this character so much. Um, he's got he's got intelligence of fourteen, but he's got a wisdom of eight. So he has a lot of knowledge. He just doesn't know how to really apply it properly. I love him. All right, Luke uh, or Aeon, you start walking down the passageway and um, quickly notice that the floors and walls start to become more uh, covered in spider webs until it's almost a thick matting blocking your progress as you walk. Um, would you like to keep walking down this passageway? What would you like to do as the, the floor becomes difficult terrain? Uh, I'm going to light a torch. Okay. I think oh, this really bad boy should still give light. Uh, everyone, we should back up. Maybe throw a torch in this. It's really thick. Um, is there more webbing down that way? Yeah. Isn't that the... Um, didn't we find out that was pretty flammable? Yeah. Well, it's up to you. The very worst that will happen is it will burn and we'll know better. Are you about to let light my dungeon on fire? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you uh <laughs> you light my dungeon on fire. Um it's actually beautiful. Uh you toss down this torch and there's a moment that it sputters out until it connects uh with just the right amount of gusto to create a wildfire inside this very, very small tunnel, um, filling the tunnel with a, a ring of fiery light. Um, it takes the better part of a moment or two before the, the entire tunnel is writhed in flames, um, which quickly die away as the, the webbing dies. Um, you have discovered a dead end, but more than that, um, with the way you've discovered this dead end, um, you see that the ground several feet ahead from where you stopped actually just disappears and falls into a small pit that was covered over by the spider webbing. And you gather that had you not lit the entire dungeon on fire, you would not have seen that. 
And you solved my trapdoor puzzle. Oh, these are trapdoor spiders? But hey, fire solves problems once again. That is potentially true. I suppose the dice lied to us, we must pick another way. Well, maybe the dice were just telling us that way was danger. Let's ask again. Mm. Hey, dice, which way is the danger next? To the left. To the left. Danger is to the left. Hmm. So do we go the opposite direction? The left is the danger. Come here to be safe. How many more of those torches do you have? Seven. I'll light another one. Oh wait, no. I have, or is the other one? Can I pick the other one up? Yeah, you can pick it up. I'll okay, let you pick I'll it up. Just, I'll pick it up. Uh, I can't move it. They usually last for like an hour before they burn out, if I remember correctly. I just didn't know if it would would gotten consumed consumed in the uh, fire I started. Yeah, it's like Breath of the Wild; it just burns up. But yeah, are you guys heading down the left path? I don't know. Do you think the dice are telling us about danger, or are they telling us the way to go? I think. Do we when... ask the dice? Someone rolled the one. You rolled the one. one. Let's go towards mm -hmm. one. Working name for now, until I think of a better name for you. I might call you Dice for right now. My name is Dice? Potentially for the moment. Until as I can think of a better one. Think of it as a placeholder. So do you all take the left passage? Yeah. Carefully. Yes. Um, so you and your newfound friend Dice um, start walking down the left passageway, and it quickly becomes more familiar, a little bit more cluttered, but more familiar, um, and does lead back into the mine area itself. Um, there's a couple parts that you have to squeeze through, but you make it back to the mine safely. So is that all we had to do in here? Do we need any kind of proof that we did our job, or they just take us for our word? From what you were told, um, after you were done, they would inspect it, and if nothing was found, that he'd be paid. My hips are too big to fit through the hole. Oi! I squeezed through. I'm okay. 
Sorry, I had adjusted the map, and that's why nothing seemed to work right. That's okay. My hips are just a little big. Listen, you got burthen hips, and that's a-okay. I do have actually rather large hips. <laughs> Compared to the rest of my body, I seem weirdly disproportionate. Um, as you guys enter the mine proper, you can see there are small hairline fractures that have started to appear at the walls. It doesn't seem to be anything particularly dangerous yet, but the mine itself has definitely felt some of the brunt of the earthquake. You know, we could have just knocked this place down. That could kill the spiders. That also may just release them to the up top. Oh, uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that might have been a problem. It would have been like one of my favorite books of all time, Eight Legged Freaks, starring Scarlett Johansson hmm. as the main character. I have not heard of it. It's a good book. So are, are we done in here, actually? You've done what you were asked to do. Um, you guys are more than welcome to explore, or if you'd like to, you can head out and head back to town. Um, it is completely up to you. Well, I'm done with getting bit by spiders, so I think I'm going to head to town. Sounds good. I suppose the job's done. We haven't bumped into any spiders, so... I get to a set fire to something, I... You're just set. Um, as a point of note, as you guys exit uh, the mine passageways that you were in, the main entrance area, the main lobby that you guys had started in, has taken a bit more damage than the, the rear mine areas. And you can see that large bulb that was ejecting from the back of it has taken a bit of damage, um, revealing a little bit more of the passageway beyond. If that's something you'd like to look into, you can. Um, otherwise, you're more than welcome to just head towards town. Back in the main message? Yeah, this guy right here. I'll take one tiny peek before leaving. Okay, uh, make a perception check. Nice. That's a one. Um, eh, nothing scholarly. Yeah, you don't see anything. Not a thing. Um, yeah, there's cracks that have formed and opened up parts of it so you can see a little bit farther inside. It looks like directly inside there's nothing but a door. Eh, doors. Eh, it probably leads to more rocks. I've had my fill. Nothing to see here. I'm going to look through as well. Alright, let's get a uh, perception check as well. Uh, 
You guys have such great rolls. So, with a six, um, you think that you can fit through if you squeeze a little bit. Um, all you can see, though, is a door. Looks like there's some wood structure. Uh, there's definitely stone walls, but it's all, everything is blocked by a wood structure. I'm going to try and squeeze through. Okay. Um, how big are you, out of curiosity? I'm six foot five. Let's, uh, let's do a dex check. You can use your uh, either your acrobatics or your athletics to try to force your way through. Uh, I'm do athletics. Do I, do I just roll on athletics or do I do a dexterity check too? Uh, let's just roll with athletics. All right, with a nine, you push through the small opening that has been given to you with all the grace and sophistication of the Kool-Aid man. (laughs) (laughs) And find yourself uh, face to face with a oak doorway. It looks uh, quite rotted and old. the floor is caked with dust and dirt. It looks like it hasn't been visited in quite some time. But based on your size, it is quite clear for everyone to see um, that there is something back here. I'm going to go ahead and remove that light. If I can, hold on. to light a torch. Okay, apparently because I made it in one piece, I can't do that. But uh, you light a torch. Um, the area that you're in is very small. Um, would anyone else like to enter in this area? Do you want to try to push forward? What would you like to do with what you see? Um, is anybody curious as to why the dragon person just kind of busted through the wall? Curiosity. I mean, I looked and saw nothing, so... Well, there's definitely something. Really? Don't think my eyes could deceive me. And I'll take another look again. At this point, um, thanks to our six-foot-five dragonborn companion, um, you can all see... There's about 10 feet of space back here that ends in the wooden doorway that is still shut. Other than that, there's not much. A lot of dirt, a lot of dust. I could have sworn 
There was nothing. Alas, maybe a trick of the eyes. I'd like to try and squeeze in with him. Yeah, get on in there, buddy. Um, it's easier now. Um, Aeon has prepared the path for those to follow. Um, gonna, oh, sorry. No, go for it. Uh, I was going to inspect the door and see what shape it's in. The door looks pretty poor off. Um, it's kind of just been sitting and rotting for quite a while, it looks like. Um, you can see that it's almost practically falling up the hinges as it is. Um, gonna, the hinges themselves are thick and stone. I'm going to push on it. You do that, and the door itself, rather than opening, just falls in. And I will reveal a bit more. Let me go grab your torch. Yeah, there's something. Um, so the, the passageway in front of you has a small staircase that descends about 10 feet um, and then keeps going for quite a while with small alcoves carved into the sides. Um, along about waistline for the entire passageway, there's decorative scroll work um, done with intricacy and reverence. Um, whatever is here had a lot of importance to whoever made it, you gather. Did you say there's writing on the walls? Um, just scroll work, not actual writing. Oh, okay. I have more artwork to inspect. I don't suppose my echo would work on this, would it? Define not, echo. Not, not, not the echo with the voice, but like... Uh, the esoteric education one uh when you encounter an example of your focus you automatically recall some fact about it um this one specifically no it does not there's a little bit that vaguely reminds you of what your focus is but it's not not exactly I'm going to push everybody to the... I don't think you guys can get through by yourselves, can you? I don't think so. There you go. I can't, I can't grab my torch, by the way, so... Are these just more bones in these alcoves, or is this, like, anything else? Like, rips. You can now grab your torch. Um, as you walk down the passageway, the alcoves are full of bones. Um, they are very, very old and have a faint glimmer to them. Um, there are some that are so old that they started to, like, fossilize. Um, are they just are they just scattered on the floor, or are they actually like in like alcoves, like Skyrim tomb style? Scattered on the floor in those alcoves. Okay. 
whatever was here, there was a lot of them, just piled and piled. Um, point of note, you find no skulls. Well, somebody lost their heads. So in my curiosity, <laughs> I've wandered pretty far ahead. <laughs> As you reach the point that you're at right now, um, as the alcoves have continued, there is a small branch off to your right um, where it looks like there's some more alcoves uh, on the this left side of the passageway. And on the right, it looks like it's a, a blank wall until it opens up. You can't see quite where it goes off to, but it looks like there's another branch there. As well as ahead of you, there is a, a large doorway the same size as the prior one. Looks to be in a little bit better condition, but not much better. Go through the door or take the turn? Well, doors were put in place for reasons. Yes, and so were walls, but you've seen how I treat those. Well, doors were put in place to go through them. Like your reasoning. Uh, I'm going to go up to the door and try and push this one in, I guess. Okay. This one actually still has a little bit of give with the, the hinges, and it swings open, uh, landing against the wall with a loud clang. And you're in a large room very similar to the one prior, uh, the main atrium, as it were. Uh, this one has several columns on either side, much larger, about 10 feet wide, or 5 feet, rather. Sorry. Um there's a set of three columns, and in the very center of the room, right about here, um, is a large, uh, rounded area made of a different stone. Um, you can't see it on the map, but it's about 30 feet across. Um, it is very intricately carved and engraved, and it is covered on the outside line with runes. Cool. I'm going to go touch those and see if they ping. Is this for your focus, or what are we doing with them? Yeah, for the, uh, the esoteric knowledge. This one as well is not quite. Let me send you a message real quick on Discord just to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. Uh, sorry about that. So this one doesn't ping. These are a different type of rune. Um, there is a lot of the same uh, base. It's kind of like um, if you look at Latin languages, there's different variants, but they all have the same root. Um, this is a spinoff of them. Um, what you can gather from right here is here lies. But that's all you can read. Um, 
so I'm, I'm, I'll message one more thing. This uh, I'll message one more thing about. Yeah, for sure. The skill. Kyle, do you mind if I do something with the bones real quick? Uh, no, go for it. Okay, so I'm going to use one of my cleric deals called Eyes of the Grave. Um, and so for the end of your next turn, you know the location of any undead within 60 feet of you that isn't behind total cover and that isn't protected from divination magic. It doesn't tell me anything about the creature's capabilities or identity. I like that a lot, actually. Um, so however, with... I, I, no, go ahead. Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess, I guess Han is footballed underneath me, so he would see this. Um, but my, my eyes glow white, and there's a few bands that go, um, not only, like, across my, across the, across my head and over my face, but goes down my whole body, like, over, over my stone cloaks and all that, and start glowing bright, bright, bright. You do this uh, in an effort to see if there's any undead nearby, um, channeling the spell through you. There aren't any, there, rather, there isn't anything undead. Um, whatever was here has been gone for quite a while. Um, there is an uncomfortable resonance throughout the entire place. Um, it's not the mm. creatures in here that haven't died, it's the place itself. not the creature but the place itself yeah so there is an energy of undeath here mm -hmm. but it is not affecting anything to make it undead um okay. if that makes sense it's a very weird weird area even okay. a, in a magical sense um i'm, I'm tracking Patrick, with your skill, thank you for that clarification. Um, this is almost a protective timer. So as you touch it, you get a sense of finality, um, closure, um, whatever is here, this seal is meant to finish. Um, you gather that it has been here for several thousand years. Um, and yeah, that's what you get. Okay. And I will still grant you that the here lies part of the, what the seal actually says around it. Okay. I'll totter back over to everyone else. I, I do not like this place. It, it, uh, it's not kind to my delicate sensibilities. I, it feels like none death of some sort. I do not wish to be here any longer. Uh, yes, I'm getting kind of the same feeling from these ruins. I will point out that in this room specifically, um, there is no sound. Whereas before, there was the small shuffling and echoes familiar with the cave or, uh, or underground facility. This room is just gaunt and dark and quiet. 
could I just do like um, what is it? Perception. Just yeah, go for general it. room. Okay. I don't get spooked, but this room does make me slightly uncomfortable. Okay, with the 13, um, I'll get a bit more of the description of what this room is like. Um, Taylor, you've never been in a cathedral, have you? Uh, like, maybe a small one. Um, this is built kind of in that same way. So it has the very large open area, uh, which is about... I'll just, I'll just measure it, because I have those tools. Sorry, it's about 80 by 80, uh, this room. So it's it's a very large open space that rises up about 40 feet and goes into a very large arched and ornate ceiling. Um, this place is holy of a sort. Um, it is not inherently bad. It is just uncomfortable in its existence. Um, and it is designed to make you feel uncomfortable. Um, sorry, my dog was making a very creepy sound right behind me as I was describing the uncomfortability of this. And it really concerned me for a second. Um, it looks like this has weathered the storm quite well with the earthquake that you had previously. There's no signs of damage here past what you had seen initially. Um, whatever is here or was here it was put here in great reverence i do not believe we should be here i'm going to start hanging back towards the Also start heading towards the direction out. Well, some mysteries are better left. Eh, no, I won't say that. I like uncovering mysteries, but for now. I was going to say, are you sure about that? Are you really sure that you feel that way? <laughs> I'm going to poke my head down to the left real quick. Yeah, uh, you poke your head down that hallway, and there is, it appears, a small room off to the side. If you'd like, you can peek into that, but you don't have to. It's completely up to you. Um, it, the alcoves here are not as neatly crafted and organized. Um, here, the bones are spilling out onto the floor, and again, there's, there's no heads. It's just the bodies. I'm standing in front of right now. Yeah, this is the room right here. Sorry. Poke my head in. Okay, you push the door open um, and find a preparation room of sorts. Um, the floor is littered with bones uh, and instruments for preparing bodies. Um, an interesting point of note here 
on the tables that you can see, there's there's a set of five tables, two on one wall and three on the other, are perched very, very large, like six foot tall skeletons um, with very large bird-like faces. Um, each has a beak that protrudes out, almost crow-like, um, but it has clearly been dead for a long, long time. There are some very, very ancient sinews still holding bits of it together, but it looks like with a single touch, the whole each one would just fall to pieces and dust. Nope. Nope. Back towards everyone else. Giant bird skeletons. Nope. I'm good. It's not hard to find your way back uh, to the main atrium that you started from, and you leave this dark reminder of something you're not quite sure yet. Um, are you guys heading out of the mine at this point? I think so. Okay. Um, don't let me out. You don't need to leave. You were happy once. You're just mad because I set your dungeon on fire. Uh, Patrick, can you move your token as close to the doorway as you can get? I'm having some issues. There we go. You guys step out of the mine into the, the crisp daylight. Um, there's still a little bit of dust settling outside from the recent earthquake. But it's a beautiful day as it was earlier. Um... You see a couple of the soldiers running up towards the mine just to see if everything is okay. Um, and they, they stop and says, were you in that mine earlier? That is correct. They give you a bit of a, a concerned look and says, well, is everything okay in there? Is it everything? You were the, the mercenaries that were sent in here, right? Yeah. The are gone, but well. I believe that there's something in there that shouldn't be bothered. Now, to be clear, I'll hold my hands up. We did do the job, but uh, we we didn't botch the job or anything. We killed all the spiders. We just saw another room and decided, oh, we shouldn't linger here any longer past the job. The guard nods and says, uh, right, well, I'll make sure the captain knows. We'll take a look real quick if you, uh, if you don't mind heading back towards the town and we'll make sure things fine and report back to the captain. Thank you. The the guard gives a curt nod and heads back in with uh, his companions, uh, quickly disappearing into the darkness. 
Um, it's a very short trip back to town. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, but you arrive. It's about midday now. I'll transfer you guys back over to that map. Just a second while that all transfers. Oh my lord, I can see the whole map now. That's a first, right? Feels great. Beautiful. Okay. Um, you guys are starting on this end of the map. Um, welcome back to Terrytown. Um, just because it's been a literal month since you've been here. Uh, this is designed in a very oriental fashion, which is typical for the Empire. Um, starting from the, the far end of the town that you're not in, you have the stables, um, which doubles as a tack shop. You have the Wild Sheep Inn, which is a very large um, square building with a, the center carved out, uh, contrary to what it looks like on the map. You have a small shop called the Ragged Axe, and then you have two long dormitories that end at the city governmental complex known as the Barracks. To the south, you have the city's religious center, which is the Temple of the Mine, and then most everything else is housing located at the south end of the city um, with a small grassy patch in the center with a, a well on one side and what's just known as the yard on the other. Um, but you have returned to the Town of origin for your your little band, Sari Town. Where would you like to go? Is there a cemetery here? There is not. Hmm. Hmm. Conspicuously, there is not. Do they just dump every body in that cave? I suppose they do. Doesn't seem. Well, actually, maybe it is sanitary if you don't go to the cave. What kind of temples are here? Like, what ones? Um, this only has the one, the Temple of the Mine, to Gond, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah, to Gond. Uh, Gond is the god of, I believe, industry. I'll just double check that. Yeah, so he's blacksmithing, industry, things of that nature. Uh, I guess go find a quiet spot near this, this river over here and start to pray to my god and kind of ask for what I should do next. What I should do about myself next. Okay, and what's the name of your god? Remind me. Oh? Uh, we have found a D&D &D equivalent, but I can tell you the Pathfinder version. Yeah, let me know. Okay, uh, Parasma. We will workshop that over the next couple weeks um, to make sure we have a D&D equivalent. Um, but you find a quiet place. Let's roll a quick religion check. 
Repeat that one more time. Uh, let's roll a quick religion check. Okay. Watch the religious person be terrible at religion. Okay, 18's pretty good. Um, I would be pretty par for the course if you failed that, though. Um, there's a sense of calm that you get when praying to your deity. And um, I'm going to send you a quick message, actually, just to make sure that we're both on the same page. This is the first time kind of messing with your deity. In the meantime, while we get that figured out, is there anything else that anybody, any of you would like to do? Um, Alpheus notices that Han has been a bit distanced because of the cave when he wiped off the slobber off of the rock and goes over to Han to try to apologize and make amends. Um, Han is kind of like, he's just walking around, um, and picking random stuff up off the ground, and so when Alpheus comes over, he knows that he's there, but is still just, like, continuing to do what he's doing, and he just kind of looks at him out of the corner of his eye. And so to grab his attention, not quite knowing what to do. Okay, um, how do I get your attention? So to maybe this will work. I pick up a rock and I lick it and offer it up to Han, a token of forgiveness. Hopefully this works. Okay, so um, Han is going to wipe your lick off, and then he's going to lick both sides again and hand it back to you. Okay, so not gonna wipe this off my cloak. Thank you so much, Han. <laughs> he just kind of nods and then picking at the ground. I walk over to the rest of them and just so you know if you ever want Han to forgive you lick a rock and give it to him <laughs> and then I walk over across Emma, as you start to pray to your deity, um, it's interesting because praying is something that's very new to you in this form. How long have you been in this this form? Uh, about about six months. Okay. Um, praying is not something that was taught to you. It came mm -hmm. almost inherently uh, as you woke. So you don't fully know who you pray to, but you knew you know rather that when you pray, they listen and they hear and they care and provide guidance to you. Um, right now, 
that emotion that you feel through your connection with your deity is one of a job well done. Um, there's not much to tell you at this point, you feel. Um, you have a destiny that is your own, but your God is with you and is proud of how far you've come thus far. All right. Uh, once once I get all the info, I'll you know, get back up and I'll try to find where the rest of the party went and just smile to myself. My swell dudes, where would you like to be hanging out? Um, is there anyone that you would like to talk to? If you'd like to speak with the lieutenant, the barracks would be the best place to check for that. Um, it is mid-afternoon towards evening if you want to secure lodging. Uh, the Wild Chief Inn would be the best place to go for that. Or if there's anything as far as supplies that you'd like to get, um, either the stable and tack shop or the ragged axe would be your best bets. I'm going to head to the Wild Chief Inn. Okay. Is everyone I else agree. Else? We just came back from a chin, so let's relax, wind down, and not deal with stairs. Is Emma's character still by the river? No, I, I've walked. I've walked towards um, the the group as a whole. Okay, never mind. I mean, if you want to mess with me by the river, feel free to interrupt what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Okay, so while you are by the river, um, Han just kind of creeps up behind you and then, like, grabs your shoulders to scare you, and then he laughs as he runs back to the inn where everyone else is headed. What do I do with that? <laughs> I don't even know. Now, uh, Real quick, Han, through your backstory, do you do you try to scare her twice? Uh, yeah, I do. So, so I scared her the first time, and then I like run off, and then go back and scare her again, and then I'm and then I'm like really going on to the end. As you all enter the inn, uh, it is a flurry of activity, um, which is understandable. The earthquake you gather is probably hit here as well. Um, everything looks to be fine. Um, these buildings are meant to withstand things like that, but it is still unusual to have an earthquake happen. Um, for a brief description, um, the very front of the inn has a very large porch that wraps around it. Um, and it's built as a large square with a, the center pulled out. Um, so the very front is a tavern dining area. The rooms are on either side. And in the rear of the building, um, there's a small bathing area. And there's the place where the owners actually live. Um, as you enter the main dining area, it's pandemonium. People clamoring over themselves, trying to talk to the innkeeper, trying to talk to the soldiers that are there, trying to figure out what happened, what's going to be done about it. Uh, and just making sure that everything is safe. There's just a little bit of panic, as you'd imagine, with something like this. Um, so it takes the better part of a couple minutes before you're able to find uh, a table 
and get seated and get relaxing. Um, but after about 15 minutes, the main lieutenant that you'd spoken to to get the information of your original mission comes over and says, I, I see you've made it back. Was everything fine up at the mines? That is correct. The man nods a little bit, looking into your pupilless eyes. Right, well, I, uh, I have heard back from our men. We are appreciative of your efforts. Um, if it's not too much trouble, are you headed up towards a nearby town? Are you planning to stay here for a while? What is your intention? I suppose we gather supplies here before moving on. Unless there is something else to require for this. Uh, he seems to nod a little bit to himself, uh, thoughtfully. He says, uh, that's perfect, actually. Uh, if it's not too much trouble, we'd like to ask if you could stop by Azeroth and check with the government officials there to see if they have any information regarding this earthquake, what's happened. Um, as you can imagine, in a town like this, we don't have a lot of information or resources to get it. Uh, I would appreciate the help for the locals here. Uh, as well, your pay can be received there. We don't keep large swords of money here. Um, and he waves to an officer to pull the officer over uh, and steals a couple of sheets of paper and writes out for each of you uh, a note with some of 50 gold pieces for your efforts, um, signing each one with his own individual seal. It says to you, if you need anything, uh, please feel free to stop by the local shops. I'm sure they'll be more than willing to assist now that their livelihoods are back in prior order. Um, but if there's nothing else you needed, uh, I hope you have the best journey possible. The man's a, a little bit awkward, but uh, he seems to mean well. Well, thank you kindly. Make your way in peace. Thank you. Yes, I'll try to imitate dice and be like, ah, yes, uh, peace be with you. My name's fucking Dice. He nods and, uh, right, uh, well, um, peace be with you as well, uh, and, uh, all the best. And he gives you, like, a half salute and, like, turns and walks away, uh, back into the kerfuffle up at the counter. Um... After a couple moments, the uh, the bartender comes over. Um, well, I guess innkeeper. Not everyone's a bartender. Uh, the innkeeper is an older lady. Uh, she's an adult, about 30 years of age. Uh, her name's Kira, and you've met her before. Um, she's got dark skin and hazel eyes with uh, wavy hair that comes back down to her about her shoulders. Um, she comes over and says, all right, well, is there anything I can get for you? Are you just going to hang around here all day? not require food or beverage. Oh, I would like, uh, do you have something called an apple teeny? Do we have a what now? It's, it's alcohol, it's apple flavored and, um, sweet. Right, right, I'll get right on that. Anything else? I'll take water. Hey, hey, anybody else? How much is a room? Uh, 
she smiles and says, Well, for you heroes, about uh, a silver seems to be alright. Will you just be needing one room or you have a couple? Uh, well, I'd like my own room, if that's not too much to ask. She is sort of terse monsters. Right, well, one room for you, one for the others, I guess. Is that, uh, is that the intention here? Um, Han is going to crawl up Dice's leg and, like, position himself back into the football stance in her arm, his arm. And, uh, like, as if to signify that he wants to be in the same room. I suppose you're with me then, huh? He just nods. Good. I'll, Have you I'll made a friend? On the head. I reckon. So. Uh, go for it. Now that, now that we're all together and such, I assume that we're gonna keep carrying on for now. I mean, this is part of my work study, so I'm doing this just in the foreseeable future. But I uh, I realize I don't know very much about all of you. At this point, the uh, Kira turns and walks away, uh, going to get your drinks and that, giving you guys a little bit of privacy as she sees the conversation turning. I believe that was meant to find a group to find out what I'm supposed to be doing. So, you don't know what your goal in life is? I believe I'm supposed to rectify something, but I'm not quite sure what it is yet. I've been informed How do you of what the grievance know? is. How do you know you need to rectify something? I do not know. It was a thought I had when I saw the Earth for the first time. Huh. And you had no nobody around you? No. I I noticed you had no name for when we met. I still do not have a name. But if you require it to be dice, I suppose that would be all right. Well, that's just a temper. I don't have a name off the top of my head. I just said the first thing I saw. But uh, we could change it if you like and make it something better. I feel that someone of importance of me to me is supposed to give me a name. And I think that this group are those people. They are my only people. So maybe y'all should give me a name. I cannot pick one for myself. Well, sure you could. Think of something that you like. I don't know. I do not know what I like. Hmm. Maybe I'll find a book with names in it and let you pick one. All right. So, yeah. That seems good. Um, is everybody else just kind of doing this as a 
kind of passing thing. I, what's everybody's kind of motivation? Me, I have to do this for like uh, my uh, what you call scholarship. Well, I'm originally from Alfred, and I came over here just what's happening in the town. So I come here occasionally. So if we do go back to Azrat, I believe I know quite a few people that can help us. Good. So we have connections. At this point, Kira turns with a tray of drinks. Um, And he got a couple of waters, and then a curiously brown drink to you, Patrick. Um, I'll, I'll take a sip of it and see what it's like. Yeah, it tastes a little bit like apple. Uh, how much do you drink as a, uh, as a character? Like, uh, I like very, very sweet drinks. I like my drinks to be very uh, fruity or flavorful. Uh, I do quite enjoy them. Okay. Um, this particular drink... Um, is very, very strong. Um, the closest thing I can describe to it is straight vodka with, like, four mashed-up apple slices. Oh. They don't know how to mix their drinks here. I just, like, stick my tongue in the drink and lick it a little bit. Mm. Not at all, like, from the college parties. Oh my Why are you at school? Uh, well, I need money. I don't quite... Uh, I didn't quite bring it all with me. Um, strangely enough, for being a... I look at my hand. A count. Uh, yes. You see, I, I like I like to be at school, but I also just need to. Uh, they told me, "Hey, you've got to you you got to go out and do some things. You know, it's part of being in the program. Uh, if you want to stay here, or else, you know, we give you the boots and you're you're out of the school. And I I can't have that because I need my knowledge. And what are you planning to do with your your project? Your Oh, well, I mean, to learn. What else would I do with it? Anything? Uh, I mean, I'd like to know things. Uh, you see, not a lot of people know things, so I want to be one of the people that do those things. What are your favorite, are your favorite things favorite? to know? Oh, well, I like uh, pretty much most things. I like science. I like... Uh, I've been... I decided recently, though, I'm really getting into languages, and I'll pop open my notes. See, I've been researching runes lately, and glyphs, and how to interpret them into different uh, uh, modern languages. Uh, I kind of like the, you know, I'll do quotation marks, the dead languages, as they don't really get spoken of very much anymore, but they interest me, they fascinate me. Sometimes, you know, I I, I touch a rune, and I get like a little pop in my head, a little echo, as you would call it, and I can kind of glean information about the past from it. So I thought, hey, why not study that? It seems kind of cool. 
but you know, if you if you enroll in one subject, they make you take other subjects that aren't really necessary to your major. So that's how I know so much about rocks and sound and what noises spiders make and uh, you know other things. That's how I know what birds are. What do you know about about me? What what kind of rock am I? Am I a rock? I'll closely inspect dice. Do I know what dice is? Not quite. Um, what dice is is something that's not very frequently seen here. Um, from what you gather, dice is some form of sentient statue. Okay. So using my gleaned learned knowledge, here's what you are. Have you ever seen uh have you ever seen a monument before? I didn't hear a word of what was just said. Could it be repeated for me? Okay. Using my learned knowledge, I'm going to look you up and down and say, Okay, I've got it. You are either limestone or marble. Or possibly granite. Or possibly something else. One of those. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, 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 I'm pretty good about this kind of thing. About 90% of the time, I'm correct 100% of the time. That seems... I'm sorry, I did not catch that. That seems like... It, it keeps cutting off. It's like a half of whatever you say. It's alright. I trust you 100%. Oh. Okay. Well, yes. Like I said, 90% of the time, I'm correct 100% of the time. Foolproof. Mm -hmm. I know it doesn't sound like it, but right now I'm chasing my dog around my house with my entire setup on one arm because he's trying to eat shoes. And I am so sorry. Back to that. Um, after a couple of moments of this chatter going on, Kira turns, uh, asking for the fee, uh, for the rooms and the drinks. It's just, right, is this all in one tab for you, you uh, count, is it? Uh, yes, count, Lamont. Right, well, are you paying for everything, darling? Um, I suppose so. I'm going to look in my pockets and try and fish out some change. I've got quite a bit. Can I hand her a gold piece and say, um, I don't suppose you have a change for that. I'll see what I can do around the kitchen. Give me a couple moments if it's right. Well, okay then. She, uh, takes it.
scampers off, comes back uh, a couple minutes later with a couple silver pieces for you. Um, the change for that is five silver. Well, thank you very much. She smiles and says, oh, thank you. I hope you enjoy your stay. Um, after a couple moments, uh, she stands there awkwardly, just waiting to see if there's anything else that you guys need before turning and heading away. Um, and the hubbub starts to slowly die. Um, is there anything else you wanted to do with your evening before settling in for the night? Mm, yeah. If anybody would like to join me in my room, I could show you a dice game where you pretend to be a character and go on adventures. I'd like to learn. I do not require sleep, so I suppose I stay up and learn as well. All right. You're in for a treat. What about you, Dragon Man? Oh, uh, why not? Alrighty. Uh, what about you, uh, small gnome? Uh, he is still in um, um, Dice's arm and nods, yes. Alright. You're in for a treat. Perfect. Uh, you guys enter out the back of the, the dining area towards the, the, the center of the, the inn, which is a nice little late garden area, uh, and head off to your individual rooms uh, for a moment to freshen up before heading into Patrick's. Um, the rooms are rather small, about 10 foot by 10 foot, um, with a small separated area right next to them that is about 5 foot by 5 foot that's just used for usually storage. Um, they keep little cots in there for any extra guests that they might have. Um, so there's just enough room to fit all of you guys in this room barely comfortably. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, your evening is yours to play your dice game. I'm just curious to see where you take this, Patrick. Oh, oh okay. okay. I, I guess I I'll, I'll roleplay it out. out. <laughs> no, yeah, you gotta teach us a dice game now. So, what is this game called? This is called... Um, I'm, I think I remember the name of it. It is... Uh, places and... Places and Humans. That's quite interesting. I've always yes. had an interest in humans. Me too. Anyway, you play a character, so you'd have to pick what kind of person you want to be, what kind of affiliation you would have, and any kind of skills you might want. And then I will be a storyteller narrating your adventure and also changing uh, orbiting the rules. I will spare you from having to create another story here. Um, <laughs> I learned all of this from my good friend Matthias Mercius. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, you spend the evening weaving an intricate tale of six friends. Well, five, because you'll have Patrick as your uh, your uh, tax lord 
Um, you tell the story of friends that have come together in what is called a college uh, after a night of wild partying and create a renegade football team designed to destroy the oppositions of the opposing teams. Um, well into the night, actually, uh, you get a little bit carried away. And about three o'clock in the morning, you all take your leave and find your separate rooms to take your night's rest. Um, you do get a full night's rest, um, which means for any spellcasters, you will have received all of your spell slots back. Um, Warlocks, I believe, are the only class that get them on a short rest. Um, otherwise, do. you can reset that on your character sheet on the third page. That's because for until like level 10 or 11, I will only ever have two spell slots. It's because they're beautiful. Do I recover any hit points? Yeah, you will recover full hit points with a long rest. Um, as well, on that note, at any point within reason, um, you can take a short rest and spend your hit dice, which you'll have one per level. Um, those, you can roll the dice to regain that number of hit points while you rest. Okay. So a short rest would be like 5 to 10 to 15 minutes. Um, a long rest is 8 hours. Okay. The next so, day... Oh, go ahead. Uh, my... I don't require any sort of real sleep or rest. Um, and I can hear and see like normal so i just wanted to see if i could pick up any sort of like gossip while i'm i'm in my room sitting down i i imagine i'm sitting cross-legged with with han in my lap as i'm listening and you're just trying to pick up any gossip that you hear from going around behind the room yeah um there's not much based on where the room is um because the rooms are built on the sides, there's not a lot that's right there as far as like city streets. Um, most of what you're able to hear is confusion about the earthquakes and what's been going on there. A little bit of relief. Um, this town is built mostly of workers. Um, so the ability to get back in the mine and get back on digging up the Arcaniite is fantastic for them. Um, but by the time you guys are going to bed, there's not, there's not a lot of people wandering around. Um, but it passes uneventfully. It's a little boring. Um, although with Han, I'm sure even nighttime is an adventure. <laughs> As the morning comes, uh, you're greeted with a soft chill in the air. Um, I don't believe I told you guys the season when we first started. Um, it is the end of summer, approaching fall. Um, so there's a little bit of fog upon the river as you guys wake and start to get about your day. Um, your rooms are on the left side of the Wild Sheep Inn, facing towards the stables. So there's the soft sound of braying cows and such in the morning. Um, as you get up, you are able to make your way towards the main dining room for a quick breakfast. Um, is there anything in particular that you wanted to deal with in that breakfast time or anything you wanted to do during your day? Can I use the cloth that I already have a person to make like um like a like a little satchel for Han to sit in? 
you know yeah that sounds great actually um i had not made a leather worker for this town but i figure um right and did i stop transmitting i'm sorry yeah could you repeat that yeah. one more time for me when did it cut off uh didn't make a leather worker but okay um let me double check this fine fellow's name real Yeah, um, Randall and the Ragged Axe would be fantastic at that. So you set off early in the morning to go and visit that store. It's set up in a, a very open layout with a small room in the back where he lives. Um, halfway across the floor is a small counter, and right above that is the, the actual axe that the whole building is named out of. Randall actually has one leg. He's a, a dwarven man. He says, right, welcome to the store. What can I get for you? I require a... Uh... A holding bag of some kind for a small person. He kind of gives you a bit of a stern look and says, Define small person. Uh, small enough to be carried like a ball under one arm. And I'll kind of gesture how big I perceive Han to be. There's a little bit of a look of relief, and he nods and says, Right, right, I can get something like that. I want like a little bit of a papoose. What is that? Right, well, I think it'll get the job done. It's uh, a bit of a satchel you can put on your back. Say that one more time. Uh, he says that it's a satchel you can put on your back. Nope, didn't catch it. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Um, he says that it's like a satchel you can put on your back. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, he nods. Says, That'll be about a gold piece if that's fine. That is an excellent question. So, I didn't. I don't know if I actually start off with any money or not before all this starts. And if not, do I have money now? Oh, that is a good question, actually. Let me take a little gander. I think the backgrounds come with a certain amount of money, but my my character sheet didn't say I didn't need. Um, you would have enough to cover this, I figure. Um, and okay. if even if you don't, once you get to Azeroth, you will be paid the fifty gold for your job done in the mines. Um. But he's, he, uh, he kind of smiles and takes the money and says, Right, that'll be done at the end of the day. Is that all right for you? Are you heading anywhere anytime soon? I don't believe so. Well, that's just great. I'll find you at the... Are you staying at the inn? Hmm? He asks... Uh, sorry, it's kind of hard to carry the accent over a, a microphone. Uh, he asks if you're staying at the inn. Nope, didn't catch it. Uh, he just asks if you're staying at the inn. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> the microphone keeps cutting out for everyone. Uh, he gives a bit of a nod and says, Right, well, I'll find you at the end of the day and bring it over.
Um, I sent it over chat, but he says that he'll find you yep. and bring it over at the end of the day. Um, is there anything else that you guys wanted to do with that day? Um, other than preparing, is there anything that you guys specifically wanted to hit in town before heading out? I was just hanging around the inn all day being lazy. Okay. Um, I will call it there then since we're having all the microphone issues and we will pick up um, not in two weeks, uh, but for uh, Danison, you're getting married. Uh, isn't, isn't it your wedding is in two weeks? That is correct. How excited, like one to ten, are you for it? Eleven. I'm super excited for it. So I just, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't even have words. I just really want it to be here already. <laughs> I get that. Um, we'll pick up in four weeks then. Um, big thing uh, to hit in the meantime, if you guys are ready and or willing for that, I mentioned that we have it available online. Um, if you have the time and the ability, if you want to, uh, record a small introduction for your character, um, as well as a copy of like what your voice sounds like in character, um, I thought that might be good to get people more familiar with their voices and get yourself more familiar with your characters. Um, it's not a required thing, but I thought it could be fun and to help pass the time. I will be sending you guys information throughout the time and otherwise we can meet up when is the next meetup? On the 11th. Okay, sounds good. Works for me.